A down mattress and clean sheets in a four-poster bed beat a horse blanket and saddle pillow on the hard ground any day. But civilization often means the law, and sometimes trouble. Of course, trouble can track you down in the wilderness, but the desert rules are different from town rules, and you feel so free. Here under the desert sky you can see for miles, and almost all the time, not a single human being seen in any direction. There's no trouble you cannot handle all by yourself. Well, yourself and a rifle, a couple of handguns, a honed bowie knife, and your native wit. Still, once in a great while, you take the risk and seek the comforts of a town. And one town particularly, worth all the rest put together. I mean Albuquerque, where I was born and where I had agreed to meet Kit again. Even if you have to leave in a hurry, shinnying down the bedsheets through an upstairs window and running all the way to the stable and your horse, judging that the law had not figured on your making a break for it before daylight. And was he worth it? Is anyone really worth the powder, the humiliation, the time? Say for yourself, and do what you want to do. As for me... I do what I please, when I please, as I like it. And I do like Kit most of the time, when he is sober. Yes, I admit, this time Kit was worth it, every bit. He was so kind and gentle. But the odds did not favor my sticking around Albuquerque just then, even in my favorite city, with my favorite loving man. So, in my buckskin breeches and soft deerskin boots with spurs on, before the crack of dawn, Nance the Bottle Blonde, that, my friends, is Kit's nickname for me, snuck out and rode on. I reckon that Kit can take care of himself, and besides, I always know how to find him, or let him find me again. I see no percentage in our hitting the trail together, we are entirely different in nearly every way except for our restlessness, our love of fun, and our sometimes affection for each other. Two days' ride and high on a mesa, looking backwards over the pink and brown desert across the mesa's grand shadow in the early light, I see no sign of pursuit to disturb my morning routine. But sometimes looks do deceive, particularly when you are on the run and looking only where you just came from, but not behind you. I tended my pinyon pine fire, over which I boiled my morning coffee and roasted my breakfast, dried beef on a stick with desert sage and rosemary seasoning. The furs and hides I had fixed for barter were laid out in the morning sunshine, beautiful, portending good trading ahead at the Navajo settlement. Animals are always better than humans about knowing the score, and I have learned to trust their instincts and study their habits. Animals can save your life. That morning, for sure, my animal saved mine. My horse snuffled and danced, signifying company coming nearby. So much for thinking I was safe from harm. In quick motions, I put another couple of sticks on the fire, picked up one of my revolvers, and dived for my hidey-hole just as two huge mountain men appeared on the mesa from the sunrise side, making a straight line path to my camp. It was a close thing, and I was almost breathless, my heart pounding, 
but I did not think I had been seen. I kept low, waiting. I checked my ammunition just in case. It was good that I did so. I have seen some mean hombres, but these two men were huge predators, both over six feet tall. I knew of them. They were thieves, murderers, and rapists. In short, evil personified, not sane, and predictable only in their inhuman ways. <laughs>